back to the Raquel show. I am so excited this week because it is nine days. Wait, no, it's not nine days to my birthday. It is six days until my birthday, and it's a big one. I'm turning 30. I'm really excited. I can't believe I just said nine days to my birthday. I'm really not good at math. (laughs) Or maybe I'm just really high right now. But yes, so it's six days till my birthday, and I am so excited. I'm turning 30. And honestly, like, I can't wait to turn 30. Like, I can't wait to be in my 30s. I know a lot of people are just like, oh, aren't you going to miss being in your 20s? Like, your 20s are such a great time. I'm like, yes, my 20s were a lot of fun, but also, like, a lot of, like, drama and also, like, terrible things as well. So I don't know if I really want to go back there. Like, I'm good. I learned my lessons. Like, can we just move forward? But I'm really excited about turning 30, just kind of getting older, getting wiser, getting finer, all of those things. And I think just turning 30 now, I feel like I know myself a lot more. I've had a lot of life experiences and mindset shifts to really kind of just understand who Raquel is and where I'm going. And, you know, old Raquel, she was amazing, but you know, we had to outgrow a lot of things and just become like who we really are. And she served her purpose. She was great, but I'm ready for this new version of Raquel. Um, I'm like all about like transforming. I feel like you have to like die several times to like really get to a place of peace in your life. So that's why I'm always like, okay, yes, I get a new start, a new change. Like I need that. But I'm really excited. I think it's going to be like a really fun and like magical birthday I'm super excited like I'm a Virgo so we love to go all out for our birthdays and I have a lot of Leo and Libra in my chart too so it's definitely going to be like a huge party I'm really excited so Drake dropped his new album Certified Lover Boy today and I'm so excited I've always been a huge Drake fan I've listened to a few of the songs on this new album and I really like so far I really like that song he has with Thames that Afrobeat song Fountain it's amazing and I can't wait to listen to the rest of it but I've always been a huge Drake fan like I've been a fan of him since I was 17 like I remember I was actually honestly before that because I used to watch Degrassi too and I loved Aubrey so much but when he started doing music I was like this is like the love of my life like I love him I was like such an obsessed teenager um but I love his music so much I remember you remember like when it wasn't cool like for it wasn't cool for like guys to like Drake back in the day like guys would be like oh I don't like Drake he sings too much or he's too soft it's not for me and I would literally be like ew you don't like Drake Ugh, what a loser like I'm definitely not having sex with you like that's I don't understand why men hated Drake so much but I just love how he's able to like talk about his past and about like love and relationships like I think we all like connect with him so much on that level I think that's why he's so popular but I definitely do understand judging people by the music taste that they have like my best friend Candy she loves like we have we have like similar music tastes we both have a love for a lot of diverse diverse like genres of music but Candy really loves like that electronic music like you know like those like 
the rave music basically like the EDC or whatever it's called like those festival type of music and like she loves it it looks like it's a lot of fun but like oh my god that music is absolutely garbage like it just sounds like a bunch of noise you can't dance to it like I don't understand like there's like what beat are you supposed to catch when you dance to it like it makes no sense I just feel like you have to be on drugs to listen to that because there's no way like I don't I don't understand the hype about it but like that's her thing and like I do judge her low-key for it. Um, And I remember there was this guy I went on literally just two dates with. And the reason why that I stopped talking to him was because he didn't like Young Dolph. And he's one of my favorite rappers. I know it's super weird because I, like, I am the probably the girliest and most prissiest, like, person you'll ever meet in life. And I love music about like crime and violence and like drug dealing and etc and it's like why do I love music like this that's probably like a deeper dive for me to do another time but like like I live for music like that like it just like it's so I think it's just like a like a spiritual connection maybe because I feel like you know a lot of different like artists they make music and people just connect to it and we don't even have the same backgrounds we didn't grow up the same way like we're so different but you just connect to some like certain people's music in like a spiritual way like you just feel it in your body like me when I listen to certain music like I feel it in my body like I can just really connect to it like in that sort of like spiritual way so that's what I think I just like connect to Young Doll for whatever reason <laughs> But this guy, he did not like him. He was like, you like Young Dolph? Oh, my God. I hate him. Like, he's so lame. And I'm just like, no, but you're a lame. Like, I was so I was so turned off. I was just like, yeah, I'm never going on a date with this guy ever again. He's so lame. He thinks he's so funny. Like, who hates Young Dolph? So I just feel like I feel like it's a good way to judge people, like, based on their music taste. Like, I'm sorry. I was not going to, like, go have another date with that. About Drake. I love that he talks about, like, a lot of his, like, failed relationships or, like, stuff that's happened to him in the past with women because I think it's great to be able to, like, reflect and kind of think about what it could have, what, like, what could have been or, like, just, it's good, it's always good to reflect, but it's, like, not good to stay there, but I know he's a a Scorpio and, like, unevolved Scorpios are like that and, like, so Scorpio energy is, like, the phoenix like they're supposed to be able to die and be reborn again but a lot of times when a scorpio is unevolved or like just people who have scorpio placements are unevolved they just stay in that phase or they're just stuck in the past and instead of dying and being reborn they just like cannot live in they they keep living in the past like they will not move from that certain experience or that certain person they will keep living in the past and I sometimes feel like he lives in the past too much in these songs. And I just feel like a lot of men that I've spoken to sometimes live in the past too much with women. Like, I've heard so many stories from men who talk about they have trust issues or they've been hurt. And it's literally from something that happened to them when they were like 10 years old or when they were like 13 and some girl hurt their feelings and I'm just like you can't be serious you're really hurt about something that happened to you when you were 10 years old and you know that's not to bash men I would never bash men because I know women we we could stay in the past too or kind of stayed and kind of listened to what happened to us before instead of moving on but I feel like 
there's so many men who are still hurt from what happened to them when they were 14 and it's like okay like I understand you were hurt but like let's move on like let's move into the future that happened I'm sorry that happened to you but like you're a different person now you're older now you've had certain life experiences like you cannot still be holding on to hurt when from when you were 14 years old move on I feel that we need to just give ourselves the opportunity to experience love, experience happiness, experience all these good things, but we can't do that if we keep like holding on to the past. So like I I feel I feel that we all need to just give ourselves grace for what happened to us and forgive ourselves, forgive that person, but we deserve to be happy. We deserve to have all these like amazing things happen for us in life. But like we just have to do the first step as like moving on and healing from that terrible experience. That's it. On to a lighter note. So I promised you all that I would review a different marijuana strain every week. So this week I was gifted the strain. Um, it's from Garden Wonders Dispensary in Massachusetts. So I was gifted this strain. It's a sativa and it's called a little bit of Labrador. And oh my God, it's amazing. Like it's a really euphoric high and honestly you don't even need that much. Like I use a bowl right now and I only needed, I probably only smoked it like twice. And it's such a like euphoric high. I felt like super happy. I felt like super creative. I think it's a really good strain to use for like meditating or if you want to be creative and like you need that energy I think it's also great for that or honestly like just like walking my dog it was like I I think I had like a really great walk with my dog just because from that strain I really enjoyed it um and I think it's good for appetite as well I know I, I was just talking to my friend about kind of controlling your appetite when you're high when you smoke certain strains and I feel like a lot of people think think that they're hungry. I'm just like, you're just like hungry. It's like a like a marijuana hungry. It's not like a real like hunger. I think it's just the sensory experience that makes you want to eat all the food. I'm just like, I'm not really hungry, but it's more of like, I just, I wish I could have like ice cream right now because of the sensory experience of tasting, like how amazing that ice cream is. So that's what I think it is. But if you guys want to try, I would definitely try a little bit of Labrador. It's amazing. I got it from, again, Garden Wonders Dispensary in Massachusetts. Love it. So I met this guy who is a private chef. So his job, basically, he is a private chef for families, for like corporate events. He works most of the time in Mexico. So it's really cool to be like a traveling chef and he was telling me he was in corporate America for like 25 years and I'm just like oh my god like god bless you because I've worked in corporate America for over 10 years and mm, uh, oh my god I I hate corporate America like it is it can be soul sucking if you let it like it could really take your soul I've seen so many people spend their entire lifetime in corporate America and if they don't get out quick enough, depending on the company they work for, they become like zombies or really like mean and bitter people. It's just not a healthy environment in so many ways, a lot of corporate workplaces. 
And I was just thinking about, like, it's interesting how a lot of us get into these corporate jobs just out of the need of, like, necessity or it feels somewhat stable. Like, I mean, to be honest, like, no job, corporate or not, like, nothing is ever really stable. Like, it's just a job. It's temporary. It's not, like, your whole life. And I was thinking about kind of how I got into corporate America. So I work in tech, and it's... I think tech tech is like working in tech is a lot of fun. Like you work with a lot of like really smart people. Um, Usually the pay is pretty great. And I remember how I got into tech. I was like, Raquel, why are you even in tech? Like I'm, I don't really like, I don't even know like a lot of, I don't even know how to code really. Like I know how to do basic coding, but I'm definitely not an engineer and I'm not great at math. And I remember I got into tech because I had a lot of different interests when I was younger, but I just saw how, like, as a woman, it's so important to be able to support yourself financially for a lot of different reasons. But just, like, having that independence has always been super important to me. And that's probably, honestly, just from traumatic experiences. But I made that decision back then. I was like, you know... I'm not going to let anyone have any control over me financially. So I kind of created this hyper independent version of myself. And I realized that being in tech was solely out of a means for survival and not because it's something I actually enjoy, but it was something I did out of survival. And I think there's a lot of us out there who join corporate America or pick certain jobs or careers out of just a need for survival. And I remember I did this, um, what do I call it? Kind of like, was it like a workshop or like this, I don't know what to call it, but I did this thing with um, this woman, Tasha Nassar. She is an amazing, amazing person. She is an energy reader. Um, She does different workshops for women. She's all about just like helping you connect with who you really are on the inside and working with your higher self. And I've I've been working with her for over seven years. Me and my best friend have been working with her for over seven years. And she does amazing work. She's a really great facilitator, just like helping you really understand and get to the core root of what you're dealing with and kind of like who you are as a person. And we did this exercise where we went into like the different archetypes of each of ourselves. And the different archetypes she listed were what is the child that your child archetype, the victim, the saboteur, and the prostitute and the whore? And basically, each of those different archetypes means something different. So your child archetype, I believe, was about your inner child, kind of like what what does your inner child need to feel safe? Like that divine child part of you who wants to live carefree and be happy. Like what does that child need? And then there was the victim, and the victim is kind of that part of you who has been hurt and kind of doesn't take responsibility or accountability for how they've been hurt and kind of, like, how you need to change that that story. It's kind of figuring, like, what what story does the victim need to tell in a different way now to not be the victim? And then the saboteur was the part of you that is always trying to sabotage a part of yourself um, or trying to kind of get in the way of you succeeding or you experiencing any joy or happiness in your life. And lastly was the prostitute and whore part of yourself, which is kind of in what 
way or what part of you is giving yourself out for free or for survival and fear. And I really resonated with all these archetypes, but I really resonated with the the prostitute and whore archetype just because it's a really interesting way to view things through that lens as kind of what is like I think I think that archetype definitely shows kind of what is what is like the it's like showing us a gift of never to have to compromise our body our mind or our spirit and kind of reaching that part and seeing the mature prostitute of ourselves kind of seeing how we're saying no and how we're not offering ourselves up for free or survival and I that was such a like oh my god moment because there's so many ways in which we prostitute ourselves whether that be for you know remaining in a marriage that endangers our well-being relating remaining in relationships that hurt us or it's not healthy for us or even staying in jobs or careers where we're given like we're losing our morals this is not like what we stand for this is not the core truth of ourselves why are we you know selling ourselves out to people that we don't truly believe in or who we don't truly trust or or ways or even like have you ever bought someone's loyalty or support or have you ever even like you know put someone else in a compromising position and that's kind of all the ways that we prostitute ourselves out and I feel like corporate America, a lot of us are whores in corporate America. A lot of us do all these things just to, you know, get ahead or become VP or CEO and have all these different accolades and positions. But it's kind of like, is this really who we are? And for me, working in tech, like, I'm really grateful. It's given me a great life. I can provide so much for myself. But this is not really who I am. Like, I'm not going to be doing this for the rest of my life. So I've been kind of on this journey of figuring out, okay, Raquel, like, what do you really want to do? Like, what makes you really happy? Like, what do you want to do that makes you happy where you're not worried about money, where that's not, like, your main driver? Because in tech, it's always been my main driver. Like, how am I going to make enough money for myself that I don't need to depend on a man? And that's where that hyper-independence comes from. So I think I'm just going to, like, take some time over the next, like, year and figure out, like, what I really want to do and what makes me happy that's not dependent on how much money I make because that's really not who I am. I realize there's, there's, I think you have to figure out what your why is and like what makes you, what's the most important thing to you. And for me, freedom is like a non-negotiable thing for me. Like my freedom means everything to me. It's, it's priceless. It's like, there's nothing, I need my freedom in everything that I do. So I'm learning to go towards more opportunities and experiences that give me freedom because that's what Raquel needs so going back to that exercise with Tasha what came out for me when we spoke to the prostitute version of myself I was like hey girl so what do you need and she was like just let me be I don't need to prove myself and that had me like I was so shocked by that version of myself saying that because I was like you don't what do you mean I don't you don't need to prove yourself and it hit me because I realized me working in tech me choosing certain careers or like certain things I'm always trying to prove myself and 
I think it definitely comes from in my past. Just I think just a lot of women go through this. Like pretty privilege is so real, and yes, I love it. Pretty privilege is great, but it also has like its negative sides. Where when you're a beautiful woman, people often assume that you're not that smart, or you're like an airhead, or like they judge the way you talk, the way you look. They just think you're dumb. Like when you're pretty and you you just appear in, in a certain way. And I just hated that because, listen, like, you can be both. You can be beautiful. You can be smart. You can be all these different things. Like, you're not just one thing. We're all multidimensional beings. And being beautiful, I wanted to be like, well, I want people to think I'm smart, too. So it's almost like I started putting, like, being smart on a higher pedestal than just, like, being beautiful or things. But it's, like, none of that, like, matters. Like, fuck what everyone else thinks. Like, honestly, fuck all of these people. Because, honestly, like, they're ugly and probably just jealous. They really are. And just realizing that, like, okay, I don't need anything. I don't need to prove to myself that I'm so smart. Let me go work in tech with a bunch of engineers to prove that I'm smart. I don't need to do that. I don't need to do anything. That's not even, like, the core of who I am. Like, what works for me is things just come to me, things just flow to me. Like, why am I trying to prove that I'm so smart and I could do all these things? Like, I don't need to prove to anyone anything at all. So it's, like, the more you realize, like, where that imbalance is happening of, like, how are you prostituting yourself out, it's literally life-changing. Like, thank you so much, Tasha, for doing that exercise with me. It was literally a godsend. I love you so much for doing All right, that wraps up this week's episode. I will talk to you guys next week. Next week, you're going to be talking to a mature (laughs) 30-year-old. I cannot wait. I'm probably going to be in Dubai on a yacht in a thong. I can't wait to post pictures of it. I am super excited, but I am also, like, I'm actually really hungry. Like, I cannot wait to eat, like, real food next week on my birthday because... I have been, like, starving myself. Look, not really, like, low-key. Just trying to, like, I want my waist to be as snatched as possible. Like, I need to be snatched. Like, my waist needs to be disappearing, okay? So I cannot wait to eat real food. I just want to, like, have, like, a super snatch waist for the pictures. So I will talk to you guys next week. See you soon. Love you.